0: What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to Salty Runback, here to be your weekly intake of North American Developmental League of Legends. It is the last episode of 2023 we've made it to 35 different iterations of salty runback and we're ready to close it all out and recap the year that we had here in season 13 while also looking ahead a little bit to what's to come in 2024 and beyond welcome everybody and happy holidays to everyone who celebrates my name is grapes i'm joined alongside hawk hawk how are you doing tonight my friend i am doing
1: I'm doing very well today. I, I'm so excited because, I mean, it's the last episode of season one of Salty Runback. How amazing is it that we have now made it basically a full year, 35 episodes. Salty Runback is old enough to run for president now. Um, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, like, this is, I, I don't know, this, this this podcast has really truly been special, and it's amazing to to be at this point, point. and I mean, happy holidays to everyone that's watching, and to you as well, my friend. It's 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 been a great year uh, for us, I would say.
0: Yeah, what a ride it's been, man. It's been a ride. It's been a ride. Was very different than where we are now, both in terms of what the state of the league, or our lives. I mean, you're about to move in a couple of weeks, which is crazy. crazy um, things things kind of all up on upside down at this point, and yeah, you know that if it. You know that's just kind of how League of Legends works these days. You know, like there's always things changing, and, and you know, for 2024, for whatever ends up happening next, um, we'll be expecting a little bit more of that as well. And this is again, as we not said, not going anywhere. So
1: uh... yeah. You know, I was was OK. Yeah, yeah. you can tell the people. Sorry. (laughs) Of 2023.
0: However, we will be back starting uh, in the weeks or so leading up to the start of the NACL regular season, which I believe we got confirmation of uh, starting on January 20th. Or I believe at least that's when the LCS starts. And so around that week is when we're expecting the NACL to take place or to start their first week of play. We don't have full confirmation on how that schedule looks like just yet. But of course, we'll be there to update you guys all on it as it ends up coming out. And we have some exciting plans for our content in the uh, lead up to the regular season. So you're not going to want to miss out on that.
1: Oh, yeah, we've we've got some ideas. Uh, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Great. Grapes, here's the real question. Is our next episode of Salty Runback going to be episode 36 or season two, episode one? Like, how are we going to do this?
0: I know the Dive does like the seasons and they count the numbers, but I kind of like the idea of just, of just keeping it going. You know, we can get to episode like 400 one day and it's just, it'll just, yeah, be, like, you know, if be, like, we really, get to episode 400, then things are way better in NA than they look right now.
1: <laughs> that means that esports survived. If we get to episode 400,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. If, if things stay the way they are right now, maybe we won't, maybe we won't be at episode four hundred. No, no. I will, like the optimist. Be, uh, let's go with no, your version. Having, We're going to hit episode 400 one job, day, you know? Yeah.
1: Like that. All right. Yeah. I'm down with that. I'm yeah. down with that. Yeah. Let's
0: um, keep the, I mean, we can talk about it later if you have any other stronger opinions. But I mean, I I kind of like the idea of keeping keeping the tally up. If you have any suggestions, of course, let us know. Yeah. Uh, what what do the, the viewers below. think? Would
1: you guys rather it be season two or episode thirty <laughs> six?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, if if the viewers have a strong opinion, they can let us know. Maybe we can, maybe we can change it. Uh, it will be, of course, the official start of season two or our next iteration of of the salty runback episodes. Is you know, we're getting ready to run it all back once again. Uh, Make sure to stay tuned for our part two. It is our holiday episode, so we have a little wish list of things that we're hoping happen in the NA developmental scene for next year. Uh, But without further ado, Hawk, let's start off with the first section of our show, which of course is the headlines. We start off with a topic that we probably should have talked about last week. We honestly kind of just completely <laughs> totally forgot, forgot about, about this last week. <laughs> um, but it's okay because we have an opportunity to talk about it now. Um, it was uh maybe I guess leaked by Sheep Esports that NACL will be going to fearless draft form for the next season of play. And I believe people have also been talking about the fact that it will be best of three for um this format, which I think makes sense. You know, yeah. if you're fearless drafting just for two games, you're not necessarily losing out on too much. And so going all the way to a best of three maybe makes things a little bit more interesting. Hawk, what are your thoughts about fearless draft in this developmental league? There's been a lot of discourse about it. Um, but from your perspective, is this a good or bad thing for this uh, for this league?
1: So this is such an interesting conversation. Yeah. Um... And there's been a lot of – there was a lot of discourse. And so I I received this very positively, as did I think most people. But I actually was kind of surprised that there were some people with, like, legitimate uh, – that were against this. And honestly, their concerns were, like, kind of valid, uh, and, and I, I respect it. Um, but to answer the question, I, I think this is great. I think this is amazing. And the reason being is that um, – I think that this is going to draw more eyes to the North American Challengers League and I think that's the most important thing like period is that this is going to to casual fans be exciting and interesting and different and it's going to revamp this low esports ecosystem that we've known um Like, this could be the future, or it could not be, but it's going to be interesting either way, and I I think that matters. And even though the Challengers League, we've had this conversation a lot, shouldn't exist for viewership, I think doing something like this that's going to draw more eyes is still a really, really good thing. Um, There's other reasons I think this is good, too, but that's, like, the big one. Um, The other ones being, you know, like, it just encourages players to play more champions. Um, You know, rule of cool. It's just cool. It's just fun. Like, I just think it's interesting. Um, stuff like that, I I think is relevant as well. I also just think this does add a a level of competitiveness. I know some of the arguments against it were that it is less competitive because of the way that fearless draft works. I am inclined to disagree. I think sometimes we can conflate competitiveness with being complete and total equality. There's nothing like uncompetitive about fearless draft. It's just unequal. And I think that is like a distinction that I would make there. If people don't feel that way then I understand. Um but yeah, no, I I think this is really cool and I'm really excited to watch it because we aren't going to have really any other leagues um that are doing this. So so Challengers League is going to have something a- a- incredible, I think, and we're we're going to get to see it.
0: And just for the the people listening at home that maybe aren't super familiar with what Fearless Draft is, um I believe how it works and Hawking correct oh, yeah. me on this if I'm wrong, it. Yeah. is we you game it's a you you have a series of games whether it's two three or five games depending on whatever it is apparently from what we've heard NACL will be running best of threes. Um, after a champion is selected here by a team, it cannot be picked by either team for the remainder of the series. Yeah, you can. I, I'm not 100. I think I think that's how it works, which allows for so more so the, no, it can't be picked by
1: your team. So that's where some of like the competitiveness arguments have come in is like for example both teams can pick wukong in the series but one team can't pick it twice um if that makes sense and obviously it can't
0: be played in the same game because it's not blind pick so So every team is gonna have to play a unique champion in every game that they play yes exactly but their pools are exclusive
1: from each other's i think right okay (laughs) i think i just looked up the article though
0: and i think that's what cheap has here so Okay. Yeah. That, then then that's kind of what we're running with. And it it's, is something that has existed in developmental leagues in the past. I believe in, the in LDL. LDL ran yeah. Fearless Draft for last year. I, I'm interested to see if what, you know, there probably are some metrics about this in viewership. I know Chinese viewership gets a little bit wonky in terms of the numbers that they end up putting out. But um, I wonder if more people actually ended up tuning into the LDL because of this fearless draft and maybe I that would mean, be an interesting study at to least see if like this actually would work
1: at least amongst western fans i know that i saw uh more conversation about the ldl with fearless draft than i had without it because i had never seen conversation about the ldl <laughs> so um and 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 for what it's worth i know i'm pretty sure nimero was pretty excited about NECL doing fearless draft which he's really big in in um, LPL LDL. I think I think it was Nymera uh, was like, oh this is really cool. Or maybe it was initialized. I don't know. One of those guys uh was like, oh it's pretty cool that NACL's doing this and they they watch LDL. But um
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think overall I'm excited to see how it works. However, if I'm Riot or, or somebody looking at this and quickly we see like for some reason this format is not working, I would be very quick to kind of push the button to, to change things for the summer if it doesn't end up working out. Yes. Um, you know, I think Fearless Draft could bring some issues. First of all, the fact that it's best of three means we don't have that same even amount of games played by each team throughout the split where we've had over the past couple of splits where, you know, you always have best of two each side. Each team gets one game on each side of the map, so you get to even things out that way. Um, And, you know, you have the opportunity to play like an equal amount of games and also just get like very consistent practice throughout each each week. I think that's going to look a little bit different now that we, of course, have fearless draft um, and and now best of best of series coming in. Um, And I think also I think a concern that people have had is that, um, you know, because this is a developmental league, um, things like basic wave mechanics and, and game mechanics like should be the main focus here for players that are trying to improve make their way into the lcs and a lot of the times the best way to do that is by you know kind of limiting your champion pool in a way only playing certain things that um you particularly are comfortable on so you can focus on the more macro oriented parts of the game and maybe being forced onto different champions would maybe limit that growth in a way um i wonder if it impacted the way that uh teams kind of built their rosters as well like you know do you think someone like shochi who has like a really wide champion pool or minui who has really wide champion pool the bot lane like had more eyes on them or maybe got better offers because of that because that would create some very interesting situations
1: yeah i i don't know and and you know nacl's never really had like a one trick problem or anything so you know some people were talking about that like that that's definitely not part of the conversation i i do wonder if that raised the stock of a player like shochi or minui i have no idea um i would guess no uh and and given that it's a developmental league, I think I think it's pretty well understood that the the whole fearless thing to me feels very experimental, and that's why they're doing it in Challengers League, not because it's going to be some like um, talent development secret sauce. Right? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Which again, like I, I'm generally in favor of. I have no issue with the Challengers League being used as that testing ground. Um, I feel like like pro sports leagues do that, right? Don't they test like rule changes in like minor league baseball oh, and 100%, stuff? Yeah. 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 Um and I think it makes sense. I, I, I would agree with you. I like the, the point of like if this um for whatever reason uh seems like a terrible idea and is awful, we should axe it. Uh for summer and not because you know for as much as i say it's a good thing that hopefully more people will watch nacl and it'll be exciting um if it starts harming the nacl with how things have been we need to not let it fester uh and we need to make sure we get back on course if it doesn't work
0: Uh, i have two quick questions for you before we move on to our next topic first one is that um if it works well in the nacl do you think this is something that um we should be excited to see in LCS potentially down the line. Yeah. I
1: mean, I think that's why they're doing it uh, personally. I, I don't, I don't think that they would be doing this if they didn't have uh, intentions of trying to test it. Uh, yeah.
0: And, and also do you think that it should be uh, a thing where fearless draft is implemented in the playoffs, for instance, or is it just a regular season thing? I personally might be on the, other opinion that if we're going to best of fives, we're going to playoffs. It's just be real drafting the way that it would be in the LCS because if you're preparing them for you know playing these really hyper competitive series you should try to emulate as close to a you know as close to what the higher level competitive environment would be for a playoff scenario that's
1: so interesting because I actually disagree I think uh playoffs and best of five series the longer the series the more effect that fearless draft has so I think it is actually even more interesting in a best of five series I mean you're going to game five you have now, at this point, uh, what 10 bans in the game, as well as uh, each team will have essentially banned 20 more champions against themselves. That's crazy! Like, I think that's really interesting. And and I, I think, think you know I don't think it's ill preparing about. you for the LCS. Yeah, you might be forced into suboptimal draft situations in a in a critical game, but I don't think there's anything about that that's not emulating the pressure. In fact, I think it even enhances the pressure of a game five. Who has that pocket pick that can that can turn the tides of the series? You know, I I think that is actually incredibly uh, compelling, especially. You know, uh, uh, the thing I'll maybe give you is series metas have always been a thing over the course of um, yeah. our league watching. Uh, for example, 2016 SKT versus Rocks Tigers is infamous for misfortune support, right? And that defined um, that that series. Um, and that's the best, the most notorious example of a series meta, but um Oh, and also, you know, Banking Nidalee, Game 5. Yeah, like, like that's the most, best example of a series meta. So that will kind of go away. Um, so I, I guess I kind of, that is a, you know, something we're giving. But it also means that you don't have to deal with, like, okay, uh, in, it's Game 5, we're going to first pick Vi, you guys are going to take Wukong, Zaya, and then we're going to go Azir, Braum, you, you know, or like, whatever.
0: Um, yeah,
1: I, I, think,
0: I think that makes sense. I hope... I, I, I think for, like, the playoffs, that's my opinion at least, is that it should be kind of more like the, the standard form. And then we could get that extra entertainment value maybe in the regular season. I I, I personally think it would that's feel an bad. Interesting take. I, I, it's interesting. I think it would feel bad in a Dev League. You're Game 5 of the Finals and, like, you know, you're trying to improve it and, and things like game that. Game 5 and, in the Finals, perhaps... Dragoon Darius. I, he would have played the Darius earlier, you think, right? But <laughs> Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't but... know. I I think it's an interesting, interesting conversation. We'll see what the final decision process is actually for the playoffs. Because um, I would be surprised. I I would be surprised if playoffs
1: was different. um, Personally, but we'll see. All
0: right. Well, um, about not enough about the format. Let's get into some of the teams that will be playing in the NACL because we actually have finally gotten some rosters leaked or announced in any which way. I believe a total of six out of ten NACL rosters have either been announced by the official team or have been leaked in some capacity by um, one of the, the sheep or one of the Pokemon uh, at this point. Um, that's not including a team like Maryville or Mirage Alliance who we expect to keep some, if not all, of their roster or we have some idea of what their roster will look like for one reason or the other. Um, but Hawk, out of the six teams that have been announced, we can get into the, the specific teams right now. It'll be TL Challengers, FlyQuest Challengers, Disguised, Wildcard, Supernova, and Lit. Are one of those teams going to be winning the league or are you taking the rest of the field? I'm just going to keep
1: it short and sweet. I don't have much to say on this topic. Um, unless the Licorice Speaker team happens, yes. Absolutely yes. Um, which, obviously, the speakers is going into streaming, so it's not going to happen. But, like, yeah, unless, unless AOE is dropping, like, Licorice Stixay as as their, their you know, uh, key players there's no way because really it's it's AoE and Fear that are the two teams we don't know yet um everybody else we have a pretty good idea or has already been confirmed and i mean yeah i think i think it's one of these teams um i think right now for me there's a pretty clear favorite in supernova to be honest their roster is crazy um i mean On paper, it's a top three player in every role based on the last couple splits of uh, challengers, so that's where my expectation is. I'd be amazed if AoE or Fear could pull out something, again, on paper, that's stronger than that.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Supernova... Not trying to demote again, clearly. As yeah, they no, are not fucking around with this one, man. <laughs> <laughs> a much more stacked team for 2024 announced officially uh, than they did last split. They have Faisal, Kenby, Shochi, Array, and Diamond. And as you said, Hawk, just talent all throughout the board, both people that still have room to grow and people who have played on the biggest stages before. Um, and I think that is definitely a very scary roster. I keep my eyes on two other teams in this category, but I do agree with you that I think the champion is one of these six teams. I think Supernova is a very strong competitor, a very strong contender. Um, Disguised with Tenacity, Perry, Young, Minui, and Poom, I think is a team that maybe people are sleeping on as not being necessarily as hype as that last team. Oh, pretty fucking hype. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, they got three pieces from the 100 Thieves Next, which has been the defined most successful amateur organization of all time. They have Young, who is the reigning champion of the league, the only remaining champion still in the league at this point, and then Perry and Minwe from that Fear team. I feel like That's crazy. overall, like I saw some negative comments about this roster, and I think that it doesn't make a lot of sense to me given their track record and how good all five of these players have been and at this level. Like tenacity, anyone should talk about
1: this disguise roster is a dumb dumb. I'm just gonna
0: put that it, out there. you forget <laughs> how yeah. good Tenacity is at League of Legends. Right? Yeah, he had one mediocre split on Hundred Thieves and um got immediately like kind of kicked off and he went to good new content or whatever he was smashing academy even when he came back in spring to like fill in for sniper uh for that one week before darshan came in like he was destroying people and i think surdi has made big strides of, of course and he is going to be a contender for top top liner in the league but i mean i i, I tweeted this already and surdi saw it and he he responded a little bit but i i think tenacity is going to be up there alongside young uh and you know the rest of that team. I so think I, tenacity hyper- being
1: guy. in the league will be good for Serdy, Uh actually because dude no this disguised roster if you think this roster is going to be bad you don't know ball. Like t- tenacity I don't think
0: bad. I don't think people said bad. I think I think
1: if you think this if are, you think this let me rephrase. Like, if you oh, think this disguised roster is not going to be a contender for the championship you don't know ball. Like yeah, tenacity going to be the best or the second best top laner in the league probably. Um You've got Poom, who was... I don't know why people think Poom is bad, just because he's played on some low-tier LCS teams. This guy, after playing league for, like, a year, was playing in LCS, and at a decent level. I've always th- thought, actually, very highly of Poom. I like the way he plays. Um, Young is is the, the mid-lane future of North America right now. Like, I just... I, it, it actually boggles my mind that anyone could not be hyped. Like, I think on paper, I like Supernova's roster a little bit more, but I, it's it's yeah. you know it's it. I don't know. Disguise is still so stacked, dude. Like,
0: yeah, I, I think it's those two, and I think and agree. it is possible for one of the. I think it's possible for either TL or Fly to like kind of take a step, but they have a couple of question marks in each. Fly, their place, so if we'll if if bit.
1: Quad. Well, well. Honestly, let's just move on to the third topic. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think.
0: Well, last thing I want to say. Okay. Is yeah, yeah. The rest yeah. Of the field, um, as an option, I think is maybe a valid option because there are some decent free agents still on the table. And again, depending on how much, yeah, these organizations, which we'll also are going talk about to spend, that too. Yeah, like there is a there's an opportunity to build like a very very exciting team that could contend for the top. But right now, I think both you, Hawk, and I are pretty agreed upon that we have disguised and supernova absolutely in that top tier yeah um we move on to topic number three now as we continue to talk about uh some of the roster decisions that have been made by some teams specifically our lcs affiliates team liquid challengers and FlyQuest and challengers who made some interesting decisions that maybe not all of us were expecting here hawk um in terms of the mid lane role which has been a long-discussed topic here in the NA developmental scene, uh, FlyQuest and Team Liquid both decided to import players from the Korean Challengers team scene instead of bringing in somebody who is native to North America, that being Roamer for Team Liquid and Quad for FlyQuest Challengers. Obviously, these two teams um, being LCS organizations, I believe they're really the only organizations who have the poll to like get visas uh, for players coming into other regions. So in terms of the ability for a roster to import a player, it's you're looking at these two as basically the only options, but Hawk overall, are we setting are these two teams setting a bit of a bad precedent for importing players into the league instead of, you know, bringing in our own talent?
1: So, uh, grapes. I know we're supposed to like really hype up any talent and everything. Um, but honestly I have no issue with TL and fly importing because we don't have the deepest midpool here in North America. And I think like both these teams also have already taken chances on other like NA dev pieces, uh, in in Sajed, and then we've also got like um him down and i i honestly even keel keel has a lot of experience but like i feel like keel is a player that team liquid is kind of trying to groom for the lcs right so um like when you look at it through that lens i think it's honestly perfectly fine to import a cracked mid laner when i mean we're going to talk about our hottest free agents here in a minute there's not really many mids i mean like harry is out there and then you know you got guys like kachu toasty alex exciting but i feel like if i'm tlc or fly c i'm not like jumping out of my uh jumping out of my shoes to grab one of these guys necessarily um you know it's it's an interesting discussion and i'm actually curious to hear your thoughts but i i really don't have an issue with this um as long as again they they put in resources they develop this talent and uh I think in particular, the point I was going to make about FlyQuest is if Quad and Sajed work out, this team is crazy because we already know how good Surti and Shaden can be together. Um, They're definitely very, very high-tier players in in their respective roles, as well as Chime. So, like, as long as these dev pieces work out, FlyQuest is, like, definitely a dark horse to win the whole
0: thing. Um, Yeah, I mean, Surti, Shaden, like... I think fair yeah, to say, this team's legit. like deserving of LCS spots, like they were going to be literally Serdy Sur- would not LCS. be the
1: worst top laner in the LCF, LCS if he was picked up today. Like, I'm just going to say that.
0: And, and literally Serdy, Shaden, I think even Chime had, uh, I think, spots on either Golden Guardians or Evil Geniuses going into the season and all and those kind of fell apart because the team's disbanded and everything kind of fell upon itself. Was Chime supposed um, to
1: be the EG support?
0: I don't remember for I, I don't I, think Chime I had a team. hearing I don't think Chime like time was like looking for maybe a team and then like or maybe like didn't sign with a team like Shopify because you know maybe someone like Golden Guardians was gonna look at him or something. I don't remember hundred percent if that's uh factual or not, but all three of those one hundred percent LCS worthy players. Yeah. Um that could be our little thing about FlyQuest challenges. But let's go back to the mid lane discussion for just a little bit because it is an interesting thing to look at, but honestly, I don't necessarily think the NA midpool is weak. I think that you know the pipeline's actually utilized itself very well. And we've it's kind of at a position right now where because two of our top mid lane prospects or the two top two you know mid laners in our system from last year in insanity and APA, you know, made their way into LCS and actually like promoted. And we have those people in the LCS, we don't necessarily have the people ready to to fill those shoes. Now I do think players like Young and Harry. Uh, and, and even somebody like Shochi could have filled one of these mid lane spots. Um, but honestly, I, I think if we're looking at it from another perspective, um, I much prefer Team Liquid and FlyQuest having Romer and Quad on their Challengers teams than on their LCS teams. Bingo. Because you look to some other LCS yep. teams, Ignitas or even Immortals, bringing in kind of these, um, korean players from that haven't had too much experience in tier one um straight to their lcs squad and on the other on the other side you could totally see a situation right hawk where team liquid oh we're gonna try to keep the the tlck thing going on let's bring in Romer to be our lcs mid laner but instead they they trust the yeah. piece in apa yeah that has you know kind of gone up with them and they're gonna bring in Romer as a piece uh that they they think they like and We'll see how they do in challenges first. And the same for fly quests. You know, you bring in an established mid laner like Jensen, you see how Quad does, and maybe you can reevaluate later on. Um, I don't necessarily think there are too many mid laners that um are, you know, really kind of being robbed of a spot in this situation. Obviously, I think if you put some players that might be missing out on opportunities now, um, that these two players are in, like they could perform well in the NACL. But There's also they also could go back to the qualifiers, earn their way back up again. And that's kind of just how this pipeline ends up going. So overall, I think I'm in agreement with you. I'm not too upset with these two players being in. And honestly, if you're gonna import, I think importing into the mid lane here for these two teams makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, I I I think it's definitely I agree. You know, they're not they're not taking the spots of of like APA and insanity who have already promoted, which is super good. I, I think that was really you hit the nail right there. They've imported players. I I do think our mid pool is a little weak. You know, it's I, like sometimes it can be overblown. But I think if you were gonna pick a weakest role as far as like exciting talent is concerned in North America, I think it's mid. Um, I'm I not think trying it, it to like. In,
0: it kind of goes in waves though, if you know what I mean. Like people were talking about last year how bot lane was super weak. Um, yeah, well, all those people have... are cooked out of their minds. So I no <laughs> no 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 no. no, no. I, I think it's you're true right. in that. You're like, right but and you know, it, like, it, it changes grow and then they get promoted. And then all of a sudden this week again, and then yeah. they become strong again. And then again, they get promoted and then right. it kind of goes like that. And and I'm not, again, reaction. I'm
1: not trying to like talk down to any of the mids that are still in the, in the challenger's league scene, but you know, you talk about like, for example, we, we talk about players like young and shochi who are really exciting. They're on teams. They're going to be fine. You know what I mean? I mean, young is on a title contender. So is shochi. Like they have our two favorite rosters, right? So those players are gonna be fine. Um, you know, so th- for the LCS teams, you know they're going to use their import slot. I'm not super, like, out of mids that, that were remaining. I wouldn't have been super excited about any of them. I don't hate importing someone. They're not importing directly in the LCS, which I agree with you. I like a lot. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I think it makes sense. I, I'm not against this, um, and we'll, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, not, not to mention as well, um, players, two very important players to this mid pool in N.A., were Spyrex and Copy last year. And Copy, unfortunately, due to some, you know, due to, you know, just circumstances, won't be competing at least for the foreseeable future. And Spyrex now really playing top lane for Maryville. So um, those are two other mid laners that like could have filled those spots and I think would have deserved to fill those spots if not like kind of get a chance at LCS. And with that happening, yep, these pieces come in. And that's just kind of how it is.
1: Yeah. And there's not like a, um, you know, a spicy sealow mid laner that they could have tried to snipe or something either, you know? I mean, it's, like, our top mid laners in c right now are gotcha. Sword, who has played in Challengers League, um, Dark Wings, who has played in Challengers League and is playing on wild card. Um, you have, like, uh, Get Back, who's also playing in NACL right now. Um, and then, what, like, uh, who am I forgetting? Your Uncle Sam, I would not pick up love you Martin but <laughs> he'll
0: be there he'll be there you know of it he's yeah. he's a dev piece yeah I, um, I you know I, I think Ole Miss can be playing in of so- yeah, maybe maybe Marty can shut us up a little bit. Oh yeah. Line, oh, but... don't get me wrong. I fully expect
1: to be <laughs> proven wrong. Just like ba- like I you, know, I, you know, I I know. think I, that I TL and Fly are making a sound decision here, and I don't, I yeah. don't think, um, like the main thing I don't feel like someone is not getting a spot that deserved it because of these imports, and that's why it's fine. This that that's how I'm gonna sum up all my spots or, 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 or my my thoughts.
0: Here's how we can close this. There's always the initial thought to. Bring out the pitchforks as soon as you see, so X LCS organization is importing Korean player that you don't know the name of. We've seen players like Berserker have huge success here. Yep. Um, and you know if you're gonna take a flyer, that's like an opportunity to do so. I'm just happy that these teams are doing it, maybe a little bit more responsibly than some of the other LCS teams that are that are in the area. And, and you know, as
1: long as someone is not ending up teamless, that should not be teamless. I think it is okay. You know.
0: Um oh, I, and I they think, could be great. I think that I am mean, I'm excited to watch how, how Romer and Quad do. And if they are very good, you know, providing extra practice and, and better players for these challenges players to and qualifiers players to, to face off against. Always a good thing. We've been rambling for a while. Let's move yeah, on to the Yeah, yeah, we're we're taking four. a long time. We gotta keep uh, it going. Out of the six announced uh you know rosters at this point, there's about thirty that's thirty spots that have been locked down, at least semi officially. There's a lot of free agents still on the market, though, Hawk. Who, right now, is the biggest name that you are praying, hoping, gets signed to an organization here for 2024?
1: Biggest name? I'm going to take the easy one, because you always let me go first. <laughs> the, I'm, it's Wixie. I mean, he, uh, yeah. I think, is a top three marksman in the region right now. That's still, uh, not just still available, but that has been available all offseason. Um, honestly, I'm really surprised he's not already on a team. Um I was I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm shocked that like Minui and Spawn were picked up before Wixie was uh by Disguised and Team Liquid Challengers. Wow. So um I, like I, and that's not to say that those players aren't great. I just I think Wixie is a phenomenal marksman. Um so I'm really waiting for him to get on a team because that's a player that um has impressed me pretty much every time I've watched him, I think.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan of that guy. I mean, let's yeah. Didn't get to play I believe in the summer split because Immortals, and his old team kind of went boom. The, the, the IMT tournament started, that we
1: just did grapes was like the first time we saw him play in North America in a while.
0: Well, hold on. There was ACL Oh, you're right. Yeah, he, he
1: okay, you're right. He played an ACL
0: but... uh, with Peach Cats, so and was um, a finalist. So that
1: just goes to show that the guy's cracked. Maybe that's he's the... very good.
0: um very good at the game here and definitely deserves a spot. I would be incredibly surprised if Wixie does not if have Wixie a team. If Wixie doesn't opponent.
1: have a team that someone fucked up, man. Like there's no other way. The the only valid reason would be that everyone was too poor to afford him and he decided like he can make more money doing something else. That's the only okay. valid reason.
0: <laughs> uh okay, I gotta go now. That was that was a, a pretty easy one for me. Yeah, for I know. I took the you. yeah. Oh, can I go one in like every other role? Would that be like a fun thing to do? That's kind of a cop out answer, I guess um i'm gonna go Take with stand. uh i'm gonna go with Zamudo on wildcard right yeah, now that that's um, the other really big one I we think. didn't get to talk about it much but hawk we were part of the immortals winter showcase a couple of weeks ago uh zamuto kind of filled in for wild for for st louis i said wildcard because that's the team that they're part of now uh but the st louis core of winnie dark wings aaron and dox and zamuto was playing the top lane he carried a ton of those games man looked really good and kind of just a testament to how good he's been over the last couple of years, whether it was on AOE, how good he looked in like his Korean solo queue, and now back on a wild card for last season. I'm very surprised he's not on a team. I think he's a very interesting piece, somebody who's very willing to kind of experiment and test the limits of how far you can go in the top lane. He'll try as hard as he damn can to like destroy his opponent in lane, and he does it a lot of the time. And I think he's a very exciting prospect that I think teams should be looking at.
1: I agree. Uh, Zamuto is, I mean, I think this player is on an LCS trajectory. Uh, We have a really strong top lane pool this split. Um, You know, Surdy, Faisal, Tenacity, Jenkins, uh, Quacker, all announced on being teams. Um, Zamuto has a real opportunity to prove that uh, not only is he very good, I think this split, uh, uh, hoping he gets on a team, this is where Zamuto can prove that um, he is not just a very good top laner, but somebody that is... uh, one of the futures of the region uh if he can look good against those kind of guys um that's gonna be a big deal for him Uh, i think Zamudo's just absolutely insane every time i watch him play uh he's just electrifying he's not afraid of picking carry matchups um or you know doing what the team needs him to do uh and yeah i i I hope to see him on a team i don't really have much else to say on that front either Zamudo is is just so good man (laughs)
0: A Lot of other players kinda of don't have teams as I well. know, yeah. but you know? um, Bradley Music. Uh when you can uh, yeah, talk about the jungle pool at all. I think that's where there's a ton of really good pieces. You mentioned music. Chad Chad technically is part of Mirage Alliance, although in my head, I don't think. We're Dardoch pretty is sure support. Chad's gonna end up on a so, team. Uh yeah, I mean he signed a contract. He has a think, contract. He said he did a um, contract
1: sign GIF. So so he is he's signed yeah. to somebody.
0: <laughs> Whoever has him, i would be very happy to have him. Uh will Is somebody, I think, has a lot of promise, you know, had some highs and lows on AoE last year. Uh, We'll see if he, like, does the same thing as he's done the last two years and takes spring off and then play in summer to, like, focus on school. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe that's how he wants to go. Um, And I think a name that people are forgetting about a little bit is Yukino. Yukino Cat um, was on 100 Thieves last year and was really great. Um, I think a top five MVP candidate, his first split in tier two and then just wasn't able to play. In the summer split, He had a couple also, games. Star dock knocking which, around, by the way. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know if he's a support well. or what, but how much, how much champs do you have been watching Hawk? Because Yukino has been smurfing. Some has champs he been? Games Hell yeah! yeah. I've not, I've not, not m- seen any Yukino games. Him and him and Munchie, dude, like, Munchie, the, the fucking these, goat. Oh, these, we like, love Munchie. Crazy Munchy. picks, like I think both of them have whipped out Rengar at some point, but I think Yukino specifically, very good. I have
1: my eye on him. Who, who else? Like Harry, we've talked about. Toasty Alex, we've talked about. Winsome, Lynx, Breezy. Yeah. Is uh,
0: Winsome like a lot? The-
1: oh, yeah. Breezy 100%. I don't Winsome know. Is, the- Winsome's a resident, right? Uh, or no? I, is- think I think so. I don't but- think he's an import, but I could be wrong. Yeah, no, he
0: definitely counts as a resident. I don't know if it's like one of those, like, yeah. counts as a resident, but like still would need a green card to play here or something like that. I think he has residency here. So theoretically, someone could pick him up.
1: Well, it, I feel like if he if he had residency, then he, that means he would have a green card because that's what being a resident
0: is. Is like your yeah yeah I think so something like that. I know I'm actually curious. I'm looking yeah. it up. I am not 100 sure. Uh, someone who knows better knowledge of immigration. Yeah, his residency is like... NA. So so
1: Winsome could play, and I think he should. I think Winsome is definitely the hottest support on the market. If he's if he is available, oh, he also we, might not be looking at NACL though.
0: He's is pretty good.
1: Bri- like Breezy's him. good. Hey, Breezy's good. I think Winsome's better, but Breezy's very. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Breezy's Breezy's good. Um, also got Prizmle kind of
0: hanging around. I don't know if he wants to play. Is a- he bad? B- oh, right. I- he unretired, well, he Didn't announce he, he kind of wanted to play. So we'll see. Uh, either way, a lot of really a lot strong of guys. Yeah, there's a lot of available. guys available. I'm sure who are these rest the rest of these four rosters. I think I think Maryville is going to stay pretty pretty. We, we probably know what to like-
1: expect from Maryville, but. I think Mirage I think is at least making a change are, or two,
0: and uh, yeah, they're, AOE they're and gonna have no idea. They're gonna have some good options to pick from, that is to say for sure. Yeah, uh, our last topic here of the headlines, as we've gone on for quite a little bit, is uh, hyping up a couple of players from, from the ACL, the Aegis Champions League, as Winthrop University took down Peach Cats in a five game grand final. If you didn't check out ACL, make sure to give those guys some love. Aegis. Kept up our tier three kept up our uh, amateur scene for the entire off season and had a really great event and at the end of the day hawk it's winthrop university taking home the crown once again man they have looked impressive ever since kind of bouncing out of that promotion tournament winning both the collegiate lands and now winning ACL one of the biggest tournaments of the fall. Hawk, we're expecting Winthrop to play in the qualifiers for 2024. Are they your early favorites to promote into the league?
1: You know, and it was over for ACL as soon as uh they voted Denethor as the only player from Winthrop to get onto an all pro team and he was like third all pro top. Um, because grapes, we learned what happens when you doubt mobility uh last split. <laughs> um, or just
0: any of them. It. Winthrop in general.
1: Yeah. Like. Uh Dude, this team... um, So, when we were talking about free agents, I did not talk about Denethor Mobility, who are two players I think are at this level. Uh, Dude, these guys are studs. um, And the reason being is, if they're not on team, it better be because Winthrop is about to fucking speedrun the NACL qualifiers and promote. Because this team is unreal right now. Um, Trickster, I'm going to give you one of the most uh, deserved... Shaquille O'Neal, I owe you an apology. I was not familiar with your game. Um, Trickster has elevated this team so much more. Like, I always thought Trickster was good. Don't get me wrong. But Trickster has elevated this team so much more than I honestly thought he would. And I am, like, blown away. Winthrop, uh, like, over the last few months looks like the best team in North America. And I know that, like, not everyone's playing full strength, right? Like, not everyone was playing in an ACL. But but let's remember, these ACL teams were made up of, like, fucking NACL MVPs, dude. We're talking about how Wixie's, like, a top three marksman in North America. Keel is the, the reigning best jungler in challengers. Like, Peach Cats Miles was disgustingly was stacked.
0: Playing LCS next year.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Peach Cats is, was disgustingly stacked. And Winthrop... The the only games that they lost in playoffs were the two games that they lost in finals to Peach Cats in a five game series. It's unreal. This team is on a warpath. I hope to see it continue. That's all I have to say. They're they're so good. Um, and they've got some really really hype young young players. Uh Chookies and uh, sorry, well Chookies too, but Denethor and mobility are the future of this region, man. I'm telling like they're they're legit.
0: I, yeah, I, I remember going into, like, Fest and things like that. We were talking about, you know, oh, Windsor One, wow, with all these stats. Yeah, we were bosses, surprised. We were surprised. And it's like, and we thought, oh, because they had so much experience together, they played all the summer together, like, obviously, they're going to have the edge over these other collegiate teams. But then, Hawk, they just kept winning and winning and just winning. and fucking even, winning, yeah. Like, obviously, they've had the most experience out of any of these other teams, but it gets to a point where you're at the ACL finals. That's, like, three months of kind of playing together at this point, like, the existing synergy, like at that point, is not going to be a difference maker. It's just the way that they play. And I think a big reason people were talking about why Winthrop players weren't on those all pro ballots were because of the fact that they just play so They're well as a unit. So good. One yeah. game, Dennis. I mean, anyone can carry. Them, anyone can carry on that team. Yeah. The other time it's stored. Sometimes it's mobility. Sometimes Trickster gets his hands on a Viego and pops Dude, off. Dude. Like, um, Winthrop very, very totally
1: great. fucked my prep. Uh, for the IMT tournament because you know I had to give Hank like the uh the crash course on like North America like he watches but not like we do right, and I was saying like I'm like dude this Winthrop team carry through their side lanes like Denethor mobility usually the guys that get it done and then we come out and Sword and uh Trickster like two v nine of the game it was unreal Trickster slammed Viego against uh Kenvi and lived in that man's jungle it was so disgusting and I was like okay uh, apparently they're all just like. Him. I, I mean it was
0: yeah, it was wild. And so, you know, we've we've been talking about Winthrop being oh, like they'll be pretty good in the in the qualifiers, but I, I think you know, there there will be some very stacked teams in the qualifiers. You mentioned some of the names that we're excited to hopefully get signed to a challengers team. There's going to be some some players left out. There are gonna be some stacked teams. I think Winthrop, honestly, the way that they're playing, the way Artemis has been coaching these guys, like they're, they're gonna be they're the team in to the be. promotion tournament for sure. Yeah. I have them as the favorites even without knowing. The other rosters at this point, because at this stage of my, you know, analysis of Winthrop, I can't doubt them anymore because they just keep on kind of being successful.
1: Winthrop so. is absolutely the team to beat in in promotion and I, I, like, in, in qualifiers. I, I just I don't see any other way. There's there's no roster that can come together on paper that I will like better than this team. Um, and I think especially because I think, you know, a team well, like I, Ole Miss is going to be like a, a top 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 two top three team you know and I think
0: it's possible to maybe make a better roster on paper but compared to I don't
1: know with the I mean it well it depends on who's still
0: I guess who's not on a team you get one of those all-star teams from those NACL players you talk about you could, you could argue maybe yeah yeah I mean if
1: if a bunch of really great players end up teamless I guess we'll have to see where what direction AOE and Fear go with their rosters but But.
0: yeah but but no no matter either way like even if the rosters look stacked like I would still kind of take Winthrop because of their track record yeah, and how well yeah. they've been able to play together, so that's my thoughts at no, least for now. Winthrop is um team. they're
1: they're the team they're right they're now, pretty good, it's very impressive, good. yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: and and a little bit of a preview potentially here for our part two. As uh, yeah, we spent a lot of time on our headlines, but now it's time to get into a little bit of our holiday wish list for 2024. It's the holiday season, and of course, it's just about the time to write a little letter to good old Santa Claus and ask for some things that we want for this upcoming year. What we want for Christmas uh, here in the NACL and here at Salty Runback. Hawk, we have a bit of a holiday wish list to ask uh, of things that we want to see in the developmental system for 2024. I think overall, we could say that 2023, a very solid year given the circumstances of how everything ended up turning out um we made the most of it as a community and as a league <laughs> yeah. and you know had i think overall a very entertaining season of League of Legends to watch in the developmental pipeline but it's always good to think bigger hawkins so we have some recommendations and things that we hope and wish uh will come to fruition here for 2020.
1: absolutely we have we have what i think we have seven things on our wish list we're not too demanding we're not too greedy we don't need all the presents under the tree we just need uh, some good stuff. Cause you know, look at these little faces. These little dreamers <laughs> want to make it to four hundred episodes. Grapes. Uh, you can't Aww. deny that from these little Christmas boys. Um, is that
0: your is that like a is that a trumpet that you got? That's a trumpet.
1: Christmas? My first trumpet that I got oh eleven gosh. years ago. I'm a trumpet wow. player. For those that do not know, <laughs>
0: we're all we're all in the holiday spirit yeah. and. Maybe just an excuse to show off some cute little baby pictures before we get started. But We're so these are the people you'll be upsetting, <laughs> Santa. Yeah. If you, uh, yeah. I <laughs> mean, is Whippley we... Santa in this situation? Because he. <laughs> how funny like would the, it the, be the if, we, if, if we,
1: photo on the on the title slide, if we uh photoshopped Whippley's face over Santa? Here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what could it been? Shout out! That, uh, shout out to Whippley okay. who um. Well, well, we might try to have him back on the show once some announcements. Yep. Come he's on, on vacation. He's right on now. vacation I right now. Yeah, stuff. enjoy your, enjoy your time. Uh,
0: yeah, but but we got some things that we want Riot to, to maybe take a look at, and things that we hope um, can be a part of our ecosystem for 2024. Let's start off here with our first wish. First thing that we hope happens here, Hawk. Let's hope that the ten teams that earn their spots in the summer split actually play in the summer split. For the NACL, this is yep. uh, not a great pattern here, where uh, every single time the the teams that we expect to be in the league aren't necessarily the teams that are in the league yeah. for two splits in a row right now.
1: And this so, is a twofold issue, right? Because we had the whole incident with the LCS organizations after after summer, but we've also both splits also just had a team drop as well that promoted. So it was Team Tony Top uh in spring the summer and then it was evil geniuses challengers this past split that uh and then it was team fish taco and supernova that got the spots without promoting like you know there's circumstances that play with that but it would be nice if we could actually have 10 teams and those are the 10 teams that are playing grapes and especially no fucking downsizing if we downsize i'm throwing hands man
0: i just want some stability Yes. I just want things to kind of stay the same. Yes. I don't want to. I don't want anything to change too much. We, our format doesn't have to change every split. If it works well, let's let's keep it rolling. Let's give our teams opportunities to compete if they earn their spot to play again. Obviously, all ten of these organizations will be at risk of promotion or at risk at, uh, at risk of relegation. Um, and so, if they earn their spot, whether it's through promotion or whether it's kind of staying alive, um, we should hope that the system creates an opportunity for them to play again and yeah. you know it's maybe it's it, may, it might seem like a very basic ask for just to leak the leak to function the way that it is, it is supposed to but we haven't had that happen the last couple the last couple of splits so it's the first thing on our wish list let's make sure everything stays nice and stable here for 2024
1: yes please no no sadness this season let's have happiness guys esports winter is happening so that we can have an esports spring you know uh <laughs> April showers bring May flowers. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> April's in spring, but that's okay. We're, we're going <laughs> to
1: just go with it, yeah.
0: Another um, thing on our wish list here for dear Santa Claus, Hawk, we want some more effort and from the, both the teams and from you know Riot themselves uh, into sustainability through whether it's generating revenue streams or creating content, ways to create a very sustainable ecosystem here in developmental because right now, not necessarily the case.
1: Yeah, um, you know, on the Riot side, they already did some stuff last year that try to share some uh, revenue with the teams. Uh, I want to see more of that. Um, the NACL slash Academy broadcast now for the last two years has been absolutely uh, fantastic, and all the people involved in it have done a great job. Uh, I hope to see that trend continue and those people making great content. I think the biggest one for me is I would love if our teams could actually do some branding Guys, I feel like some of us are writing our tweets with AI. We could do better than this.
0: <laughs> yeah, and not only just that, just being able to create you know things that would will keep fans yeah. interested in you. Yeah. Rooting for for you. I know a lot of the times in esports teams or or you know fans just end up rooting for like their favorite players and follow them whatever team they're going through. Obviously, that's a great system, um but it doesn't necessarily work for everyone. Dude. If you're a fan a lot of the time you want to root for a team and the best way to to create fan interest here for your organization is by creating content by you know building a brand for yourself in some way and obviously you're gonna have to pay the salaries of the players that you are hiring to, to be on your team finding ways to do that will lead to a, a play a way, an opportunity for things to be more sustainable and hopefully be able to keep this, this challenger system going without everything kind of falling apart like it has in, in years past. So and the closer we can get to, to being a sustainable ecosystem, the better. I hope we take some steps both you know, te- on the team side and on the administrative side to get there.
1: And I want to add another point on the team content side as well. Like, even though it's not technically, like, in their interest and part of their job description, I think that the teams have just as much of an onus on themselves to promote their players' brands, uh, and, and, like, they can do a lot with that. Like, take the New York Giants. Tommy DeVito is like the most popular guy in New York right now and he's just some uh-huh. Italian dude but that's because they made him oh, they built hey. his brand like the Giants no. put in some leg work they made content with him and they've they've leaned into it like and the story it story writes itself Yeah like, exactly maybe, like it's great to see know. and so I think the teams you know they have a lot of power to create content to to get people interested in their brand their players brands help push their own stories forward and not just exist in field a roster you know I I, I and so yeah, there's so much room there, and I agree. I, you know that'll help with money and sustainability, and I agree. Let's also make sure we're not burning money as well. But
0: um, and and you know we have to be realistic. Obviously, like it's not going to happen overnight. where like immediately teams are profitable because right. the viewer base that we have isn't that big. Things like that, sponsorships or aren't going to immediately come meaningful through.
1: Meaningful with the money, you know, you can yeah. if we can that
0: start that's taking those steps. That is the important thing and i think we saw some teams in some parts you know take those steps not all of them and so let's if we can uh, our wish is that we continue to see some more of that here as we move on yeah uh into into 2024 what's our next thing on our on our list talk
1: influencers we want more influencers in the north american challengers league or the qualifiers uh disguised toast we we've already sung his praises um and I won't, I, I won't glaze disguised toast more on the mic. But I mean, he did wonders for the NACL, uh, and I think that more again, content creators bring eyeballs, they bring content, they bring uh, money. You know, they they bring a lot of things, um, and I think it's just better for the league when they're involved.
0: Yeah, I mean, we we saw we've seen in Valorant even like uh, we have Charlie uh, on our screen right now, but Moist, um, even in like the tier two scene of Valorant um put so many more eyeballs on the scene and having co-streamers like like Ludwig and Tarek watching tier two was something that Valorant had and NACL didn't have as much. I mean obviously we had Toast, but the more we can get kind of people to to really appreciate um the ecosystem, I think would be would be a good way to kind of achieve that previous wish that we had, Hawk, which was to generate fan interest and create like a brand and and sustainability for yourself. And even if uh, there's not a situation like this guy's had to just immediately have an influencer team placed into the league, there's a qualifiers for a reason, man. Like if you want to be in the NACL and you have the money like that some of these people do, you very much can build a roster that will promote into the NACL to put yourself in that situation.
1: We have yet to see... A team successfully defended their spot in relegation, right? So, yeah, just promote, like, be better, you know. Um, yeah, I, 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 just think this content creators do a lot for the space, and, and it would be great to see more of them involved, uh, and and to no, also not see them be turned away by the promotion barrier.
0: Yeah, uh, no, no avenue to tier one maybe is something that might be turning some some people away. I know that that's important for influencers at at, at an extent, but. If you can create the NACL and turn it into something that a lot of people have their eyes on. You know maybe that could be uh something that more influencers could be involved in. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it, it would just create a, a good system overall. What's our next thing on our list here, Hawk? The international tournament
1: that uh was leaked I suppose by the cb lol but dude, I'm so excited about the international tournament, the Americas tournament uh for tier 2 uh tier 2 worlds between uh, North America, LADAM, and CBLOL Academy. Um, we want it to be a successful and well-run well-run event, and we want it to get the spotlight that it deserves. This has the potential to really bring together three incredibly passionate band bases and regions uh, in a way around developmental players that we have never seen before. Um, I think that this has the chance to be the single most important thing that's happened for Tier 2 esports in years, uh, if we do it correctly. Um, Let's make it a great event and let's give it that care because I don't what I don't want is for Riot to just do it out of obligation or phone it in or sweep it under the rug. You know, like I feel like we kind of saw with C-Lol this past year, they kind of just did it, you know, um, without giving it much pop and circumstance. I want to see this America's Tournament really given uh, the, the the spotlight that it deserves.
0: And that's not just on the tournament organizers. That's on us as fans. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, as yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to throw to, them under the bus, but to no, I I I'm I'm not throwing us under the bus either. I'm saying that we got to we got to rep our boys as they go into battle. You know, Hawk, I know you have some conflict of interest right now, but I'm going full I will be full I, North America look, in this event one billion percent I, I will I will take down anybody on 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 our path four y4 I'm calling you out right <laughs> now man RMC all y'all on the CB English <laughs> podcast like if you start if you start hyping up some of some of you some of your academy teams over there you know just just remember we're coming out on top in na and I hope that the rest of our fan base has that same sentiment uh and really kind of rides behind them and, and makes this a really fun event
1: look I I'm playing both sides so I always come out on top however <laughs>
0: Yeah, you are. So,
1: however, though, when the chips are down, na, uh, nacl against CBLo Academy. Look, I cast CBLo. I don't cast CBLo Academy. Don't don't fire me right Brazil, but d- disguised <laughs> it all the way. You know, I, if if it were disguised playing today against the CBLo Academy team, I'm I'm pulling for disguised.
0: <laughs> I'm very interested to see what the format looks like here for an event like this. Like, does it happen before MSI, after MSI, like during MSI? Um we have yeah I'm, like, I'm really
1: curious yeah, or or is yeah, it no like idea. at the end of the year I, who knows I mean I cuz yeah, I don't I, think I, we really I, got any information other than the fact that like it just would be a thing and we have no yeah. idea what it looks like
0: I, um, I hope we put some I hope we have some fun with this we have some yeah. like some interregional battle between our tier 2 teams like Also
1: uh, Riot you should hire your favorite caster that does both North American and Brazilian League of Legends
0: Oh man that's unfair <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you should hire your favorite caster that creates great content and is my co-host and is the best guy ever. So, you know.
0: Dude, what if we get to like go to Brazil? That would be so sick. So <laughs> yeah,
1: like that person. would be sick. They they had the 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 C B finals. We're we're gonna go off on the tangent. We they had the CBLO grand finals in Hassifi, uh, between pain and, and Loud. And four by four got flown down there because he's a Brazilian citizen and it was a lot logistically easier. You know, they didn't have to worry about like visas and stuff like that. Um but our producer, uh, Gachi, shout out Gachi, uh, he was like, you know, guys, we got to get you guys down here next year. Like, uh, if CPL English happens, uh, right, Brazil has expressed interest in bringing us down. So that would be, be pretty cool. Okay. It would also be really cool if we got to go somewhere for this tournament. That's all I'm saying, man. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, just another wish that we're going to stick under the tree. Hopefully. Yeah, that, that yeah. would
1: be like, dude, that would be like coming downstairs and seeing the giant box that you know is a new Xbox. Like, if that's under the tree, oh, <laughs> holy fuck. Like, I don't...
0: <laughs>
1: but let's we're not expecting Yeah. yeah
0: what's, our next, what's our next wish here, Hawk? <laughs> Let, let's see Um, what we want as well, not just for the NACL to succeed. We also want the qualifiers to succeed, and we want some very exciting NACL qualifiers rosters to make promotion a very exciting time of year as it was for the last couple of splits if we're being honest here um however i think it's going to be a different scenario because in my head we don't really have any weak teams and challengers this year we obviously don't have a ton of ro- all the rosters announced but i don't really see like a, a super weak roster that has been formed right now and i think that there still is the opportunity to create some very exciting qualifier rosters we already talked about winthrop but man i my wish is that we get a very exciting promotion season.
1: I agree. Also, I, I realize I lied about the 0% uh, defending their spot Right? AoE did it. But, um, yeah, oh, yeah. I I I think the promotion tournament, like, it, it's kind of been um, both splits so far, like, marred with, like, a little bit of drama, you know, like, kind of collapsing teams. I would love if that didn't happen because I think the promotion tournament has the potential to be one of the most hype events of the year. And we saw a glimpse of that, with both Supernova promotion and lit promotion. Those were both amazing stories. Um, so I think that there's room for the promotion tournament to be super exciting. And I agree with you. I I would love uh, a, a hot Winthrop or other team to come in and really challenge
0: for a spot. Yeah, I, I know... Team Fish Taco, I believe, has expressed interest in in making a team for 2024. They're gonna, yeah, I hope be at the top of the table as they have been, and you know they almost made their they they never promoted, but they did find their spot in in the league in the summer split. You know that they're gonna want uh, an opportunity to get right back in there for 2024. Mm -hmm. So, it, I I think that the the pieces are there for this to be a very exciting promotion season, and I hope we have a very fun challenger league qualifiers. Um, you know gauntlet to run through for these teams to, to get that opportunity because yeah um there's definitely the ability for them to
1: yeah agreed i mean promotion promotion could be so fun and I, I i hope we got some hype but grapes we got another thing on our wish list i think this is our second to last one um we want c 2024 to be the best C-Lol of all time collegiate is getting stacked right now with talent it's I believe already been announced that the top eight will be back on land instead of just the top four. Things it's, already looking like they're uh, turning up heads a little bit for sea lol.
0: It's not officially announced. They in the rule book they said the dates. Oh, for our right, TV right. For top eight, top four, and finals. That which in my right. head yeah. means that like they will all be together at some place because. Um, I mean, there's, yeah, there's no way you're going to play top date. eight
1: in the same weekend as top four if you have to fly, you know.
0: Well, they, they said TBD. So there is a world where, like, top eight happens, like, remote or whatever, and then and then they, they just haven't announced that being the case yet. But maybe, but... It seems by the way that that was structured, we will have top eight somewhere, and that is very exciting to me, especially because we have at least five teams, maybe six, who knows what Fisher's doing with their lineup right now, um, that are very, very exciting. Um, and I am looking forward to watching, whether it's Maryville, Slough, Winthrop, St. Thomas, uh, Ole Miss, and then you know some of the other sleepers, Fisher, uh, St. Clair always puts out a very solid team, um, and, and then like teams like Western, um, like Toronto, they're, like some of those Canadian teams, uh, the Western teams as well, like UCSD. Like, there's a ton of really, really good players on really, really good teams, and with the way that, the, especially the top of the table is built, like we have the opportunity to build some really great storylines going into what could be one of the best top eights, um, ever in Cielo, yeah. and so I really hope that we get something like that.
1: I agree, grapes. I have to ask, did you crop somebody out of that photo at the bottom, or is that how no, the photo no, came?
0: I don't know what you're talking about. It. It looks, it looks <laughs> oh great. man, this is this is what the photo looks like. Shout out to to all the team oh, at okay. to, all, all three of the photographers that were working with us that yeah. weekend. They they got us some really good these shots
1: photos. There. Are amazing. Yeah, I hey, th- these, these are genuinely <laughs> to to really quick talk up the the people that take pictures at Riot Games Arena. These are my favorite photos of myself that have been taken all year. I sent these to everyone that I knew, and I was like, "Look how cool my life is." So, thank you. It was really amazing. Um, but that oh, you know, and again, hey, grapes, Celo twenty twenty four could be the greatest Celo of all time if we're involved as well. Eh?
0: <laughs> yeah. New new production company as well, running the running the broadcast, GG Tech, yeah. uh and Uni Esports. So yeah. uh they did some cool things with us for, for the c warm-up tournament that Waterloo won, another team that you should keep your eyes yeah. on, uh for yeah, you got uh, to cast making that. their way towards the top of the table. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, getting to work with them was a lot of fun. They seem very professional, and I'm excited that we have a, a, you know an organization that at least cares a little bit more than maybe some of the other people that were running at least the first rounds of the broadcast last year. That's where we'll leave it uh, for there. Uh, Hopefully Collegiate is great, uh, but let's talk about our last wish here, Hawk, for 2024. We want some exciting players uh, to pop up because of course this is the developmental scene. We want to see some players develop.
1: Yep. We want to see... I want to see a name that I've never heard of uh, come out of nowhere. I want to see a name that I'm excited about become a household name. Um, that's always my favorite part of every year is seeing the players that we're talking about. I mean, I feel like half the people right now that are on like our challengers league radar, we weren't even talking about at the beginning of last year, you know, and it's just so cool seeing these players step up, um, you know, names come and go all the time. Uh, and it's always sad to see names go, but it's always amazing to see someone come up and really, uh, make a name for themselves because that at the end of the day is what it's all about. And, um, you know, whether these players are trying to go pro or they're just here for the competition or here to make friends you know who knows um i always love getting to see uh you know some some young person have that chance to be in the limelight uh and and i think that's one of the greatest things about what we do especially in the qualifiers but in the nacl as well um there's so much room for it and yeah i mean who's gonna make their name next you know you never know
0: yeah the phrase we always use is the path to pro and not all of the paths to pro look the same you know yeah. you could be around for a while you could rise up quickly i just love watching these players kind of take their own path um and obviously situations are very different than they have looked in the past i mean we've gone from 100 full-time positions in north american esports to for players to fully devote their time to to essentially 40 because i don't think even the challenger rosters for the lcs affiliates necessarily are offering like a full-time livable wage anymore um but even with that kind of being in place with less less of those opportunities being available um getting to follow these players over the course of next year is something i'm very excited to do i hope the players are willing to take on that challenge as well because it's going to come down to us as a community kind of keeping this scene alive for where we are at right now and We have a chance to do that and i'm excited to kind of lead that charge in a way or help that kind of go along the way um as we go into next year um because a lot of question marks entering 2024 i think it's no secret in in saying that whether it's the two teams leaving the lcs or you know kind of whatever's going to happen in in the space below that um but we have the opportunity to kind of band together and make sure that we have a very successful 2024 or at least do everything in our power uh to do that to do to have that be the case
1: and i think at the end of the day that that really is our holiday wish you know everyone talks about esports winter and things have definitely been hard recently but i mean my friend we have right now the opportunity we're celebrating our our one year of episodes episode 35 we've reached the end we have a whole new season ahead of us it all starts over again we could finally start reusing some of our content ideas (laughs) not all of them don't worry we won't phone it in. yeah
0: well we'll actually it'll be uh, every episode is the exact same right yeah we did in in order (laughs) oh
1: my god no Um, uh but we got we got a lot on the horizon and and you know for as difficult as things have been you know i mean it's even sitting down and recording this that like i still find myself getting so excited for esports um and you know, it's 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 been a it's been a roller coaster for the last couple months, at least for me. Has been for you too. You basically finished oh, your yeah. last real semester of college, dude. Like we're all over the
0: place, here, yeah. The two of us, and that's just kind of and metaphorical then, to how how you sports going.
1: But yeah, but now we're we're here, and there's still something to look forward to. And even though we may not know what the future holds, salty runbacks not going anywhere, y'all. So uh, yeah, I we'll, I, we'll I, be I back. Can't wait.
0: We have some fun content plans. Um, yes, we for- do leading up to the NACL season, which he believes starts around that January 20th date. Of course, not entirely sure just yet, but I'd be we'll, surprised we'll figure if it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, we'll have content leading up to that. And then our first official full episode uh, of the 2024 season will likely be that week um, going into the 20th. But keep an eye out for content um, at the start of 2024 because we will have some of that as well. Uh, but that is going to do it, Hawk, for our final episode of 2023 man 35 weeks um we we've, we've been doing this whether it's this uh we also had like our clo file episodes which didn't count as yeah. special episodes but overall uh i just want to say great time and i've had a, a great time every time we, we've we kind of logged on clicked the record button and, and got to talk about some legal legends and i hope all the viewers at home enjoyed that just as much as we did
1: yeah there there's truly you know we we don't do it uh for this necessarily right? like we do it for ourselves we, we do it to have an outlet to talk about the scene that we love but there was i don't think there were very few things more rewarding this year than having a player or a personality or you know any anyone a fan in the scene talk to us about something that happened or that we said on Salty Runback. Back. It always brought a smile to my face when someone would flame me for one of my takes on the show because it meant that, like, they watched the show and they cared enough to flame me, you know? Like, Because that's what it's all about. That That's what we love. That's why I tell you all at the end of every week to take it with a grain of salt because, hey, we don't know everything, but it's a great time anyway. Uh, and Merry Christmas, my friend. Happy holidays to everyone out there. Um, and I hope everyone has a great holiday season. Great, I uh, hope everyone has a great 2024. Happy New Year! Um, be safe. Have a great time. I've been Hawk. That's been Grapes. Make sure you follow us on our for social media. Have a good night.